Welcome to Once and Future Authors, Changing Lives One Book at a Time. I'm Stephanie Larkin, an author, independent publisher, and book coach. And each week we will be discussing processes and strategies to get your book finished and published and meet authors and publishing experts to tap into their experiences and expertise. There is one book out there that can change your life, and that is the book you write. So welcome aboard. This podcast is produced by Red Penguin Books, an independent publishing company working with authors of all genres. Whether you have a manuscript all ready to go, a book still stuck in your head, or perhaps even hundreds of handwritten sheets of loose leaf shoved in a drawer, visit redpenguinbooks.com and unleash your inner author. Welcome to the show. Today I'd like to talk a bit about such an important topic to all of us, and that is marketing your book. If there's any question I'm asked over and over and over, it has to do with marketing your book. And I get it. You spent all of that time to write your book, and now you want to get the word out on the street. You might have lots of reasons why you want people to read your book. I mean, certainly you want people to buy your book, but you probably also want people to read your book. You're very proud of all that work that you've done. You didn't write it just so it would sit on your own night table, but instead you envision it sitting on night tables, maybe even all over the world. And isn't that really cool? So marketing your book is really the act of getting your book out there so that other people will find and read your book. Now, of course, when people come to me and they ask about marketing their book, generally, they've already written their book. And generally, they've even already published their book. And now that they realize that not that many people, maybe except for mom and such, are buying their book, they want more people to buy their book. So they come to me and they ask, how can I better market my book? Well, I hate to tell you, but the the first thing about marketing your book is that the best time to think about marketing your book is before you write the book. I know that you didn't think about that. And now you're saying, thanks for nothing. I already wrote the book. But hear me out for a moment. Would you invent a product without wondering first if people wanted the product? No. Products generally get invented because there's a need for them. No one just sits around dreaming up strange items to invent without there actually being a need for such a thing. I mean, I guess there are people who just sit around dreaming up strange items and then they try to sell them and nobody wants to buy them because there really wasn't a need for such an item. Well, the same thing goes with a book. The fact is, are people interested in the type of book that you're going to write? Is there a built-in audience of people who like that type of book? If there are, great. But if there aren't, you need to think seriously about the book you're about to write. 
Now, you might say, oh, well, I want to have a, a juxtaposition of uh, um, paranormal romance, um, a horror thriller book, and um, and also a philosophical treatise on, um, you know, Aristotle and mash them all up together. And that mixed in with a cookbook. I think it's going to be great. I mean, maybe it is going to be great, but if you find out that people who like cookbooks and people who like Aristotle and people who like horror books are not the same people who like paranormal romance, you might not be in good shape. So the first thing you want to think about before you even think about writing your book is, is your potential book genre growing or is it shrinking? I mean, there are certain book genres that are growing by leaps and bounds, but there are others for which there is very little audience. Now, while it is true that niche books that are about specific topics can do very well, and if you are writing a book to um, promote your own business and it happens to be in a niche, that's great. But quite frankly, if you're writing a book to promote your own business, book sales really shouldn't be part of your equation. In those instances, the book is giving you instant credibility. You might be using it as a marketing tool, maybe even as a free giveaway so that you remain memorable and on the grid to people. Book sales is not generally what you're looking for. People who are looking for straight book sales, for them, the goal of the book was actually the book. And Sometimes you are, you know, marketing what you created and sometimes you are creating what the market wants. Now, certainly uh, top authors who are writing book after book after book to a known audience have looked at that audience to see what they like. In fact, there are many incredibly prolific authors who can even pivot and perhaps write a book on a slightly different genre or topic than they usually do because they realize that there is such a, a need for it and that people are really looking for it. So the question is, are people actually purchasing and reading books akin to the one that you are considering writing? And if so, then the next question is, and again, these are questions that I would love for you to ask before you write the book, but sometimes they come after. The next question is, does everything from your proposed book, the title, the subtitle, the cover image, the book length, the writing level, does it all align with similar books that are selling well? From a marketing perspective, it would be great for you to look at the top selling 50 or even 100 books in your category to learn more about what readers are looking for and have come to expect in your area, preferably before you begin writing. So whatever genre you're looking at, fiction, nonfiction, whatever it may be, go over to, say, Amazon and look at the top 50 or top 100 books in that genre. Look at their titles. Are their titles aligning with yours? The cover image that you're proposing for yours? The length and even the writing level? Now, if you have already written the book, some of those things are things you can change. 
For example, if you look at the top sellers and their cover image is very different than yours. Now, I'm all for uniqueness, but let's be honest. If I am a young adult looking for a particular type of an action book, they all kind of have a similar look to them. Just like right now, business books have a certain look to them, as does romance. If you were trying to sell a romance book and you did not have an incredibly attractive shirtless man on the cover, is that book going to sell? I mean, that sounds very uh, broad-stroked of me to say, but let's be honest. When I look at the romance section, there's a whole bunch of very hunky-looking guys who aren't wearing shirts on the covers. Now, if I'm looking for sweet romance... On the other hand, that is exactly not what I'm looking for on the cover. For sweet romance, I'm expecting to see perhaps a couple sitting on a picnic blanket in a field of flowers or something. Sweet romance should have a different cover, and that cover is going to give away to me what is inside the book. If you're trying to sell sweet romance with the shirtless, muscled man on the cover, it's not going to go over very well. And subsequently, if you're trying to sell something that's, I'll call it hardcore romance and perhaps even a little uh, titillating, and you've got a couple sitting there on the cover in a field of daisies having a brunch, that's not going to do it either. Your cover needs to align with the top books in your category. Now, that doesn't mean copying But it does mean that people who are looking for a particular genre have an expectation in mind. Now, even if your book is already written and released, you can change the cover. Many, many authors do and change their cover image, not just because they feel they might have made a mistake with their first cover and chosen something that isn't genre appropriate, but even within our genres, Different types of covers come in and out of fashion. And it is possible that even if you a cover that you choose now and it is absolutely perfect for today, for the genre, is it possible that 10 years from now you decide that that cover is looking dated? Absolutely. There's a line of classics that have recently been released with Brand new covers on all of them. And now all of a sudden, books like Jane Eyre or Wuthering Heights or The Iliad look so exciting and different and fresh because of their covers. And they're hopefully getting a whole new generation of readers in on them. But that's what you want to think about. Think critically about your cover, your title, the size of your book. Think about a romance novel, for example. Are romance novels generally 150,000 words? Not even a little. People who are reading them do not want to read 150,000 word books. So you want your book to align with the successful books. It would be best to do that before you started writing. But if you've already written the book and even published it, Those are things that you can tweak and change. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, 
But wait a minute, my book is completely new and unique. Hmm, are you sure? Very few things in this world are completely different from those that preceded them, whether we're talking about a new book or even new technology. Think about it. Most things that come about in this world are not complete innovations. They're not out of thin air. They're actually something that's more of an evolution. It evolved from things that came before. Even if you tried to say to me, an iPad, that's brand new. I mean, not today, but when it was released. It was brand new. We never had anything like that. Well, I beg to differ. We did have tablet computers. I was in love with my Palm Pilot back then. And I would put my Palm Pilot in my purse. I could leave some phone numbers in there, play a little bit of Sudoku with the little stylus. I loved it. Okay, A Palm Pilot was basically a predecessor of an iPhone and an iPad. We were carrying it around. It had a number of functions, but it wasn't as far as it could be. So if you're thinking that your book really is new and unique, I mean, I certainly hope that you have new characters and a new story and a new location or a new way of looking at things. Absolutely. Your book is yours and it is unique, but it's really not unique when it comes to categories. You are like something else that's out there. And as I was mentioning before, blending categories too much sometimes kind of splits your audience. For example, I had an author send over a book that I quite frankly enjoyed. The book was, I guess I would call it hardcore romance. I mean, it was beyond romance. There was definitely um, scenes in there that had sexual content. Now, the main character in the book happened to be a church-going woman, and many of the scenes took place in church or she would be praying. Now, I personally understand that there are people who go to church every single week who are also having wild and even kinky sex. I get that. But for the sake of putting it in a category... It really doesn't work very well. Now, she handed the book to me, and I read it. And I read it thinking, I actually liked the way this worked out, but from a marketing standpoint, what do we do with the book? In general, the church-going crowd who wants to read about people going to church are veering towards things like Christian romance, sweet romance, etc., People who are reading more hardcore activities are not in those categories. They have their own categories. And while there may be people who belong to both as a person, there is no category for them. So while you might know people who would enjoy it, and that's fine for selling your book, I'm a huge believer in the fact that from the moment you started that book, you're already a winner. And certainly when you get to the end and you're holding that book in your hand, you are absolutely a winner. I'm a big believer in that. Now, when it comes to marketing your book, the other area that it would be helpful to have 
some impact before releasing the book is in building an audience. Every author would love to have a group of built-in raving fans who are anxious for your next book to be released. Generally, that's not something we think about before our first book, but I have been very fortunate to work with many, many authors, and every single one of them, even those who are writing their very first book. No doubt, within a short time after that first book is released, they're coming to me to say, you know, I was thinking about a second book. I'm not surprised. Writing books, it's kind of like eating potato chips. You can't stop at just one. So, if you're going to be writing a second book, what you want to do is build up an email mailing list and keeping in contact with your fans so that when you do release that second book, you have a group of fans who are just waiting for it. This is not an easy feat to do, but if you're looking at writing over the long term, building up an email list is definitely something you want to consider. So in a nutshell, while I certainly don't possess a magic bullet for instant book sales, my goodness, who wouldn't be up for that? Some of the things that you should think about, and hopefully before you even write the book, are who is your target audience? Is that target audience interested in a book of your type? Is your book aligning with the other books that that type of audience are looking for? Is the cover similar? Your title and subtitle? Is the length of your book comparable to other books of your target genre? And how about your writing level? Are you writing in a way that people in your target market will understand and appreciate? After you've looked at books that are tops in your category, to find ones that are going to be similar to yours. One of the things you want to do next is if your book is already published, you could make some of those adjustments now. If you're not published, it's a great way to target where you're going. So what is the, when is the best time to think about marketing your book? Before you write the book. That's the ideal. But since I have no doubt that one book is going to lead to a second book, and so on and so forth, there's no time like the present to learn and tweak and get our books aligned so that our readers become raving fans. Good luck with your next book, and if you're looking for any additional help, keep tuning in for book marketing ideas here on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us for Once and Future Authors. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Reviews help other interested listeners to find the show, so your review could launch new books every day. Thanks again for joining us, and happy writing.